right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Daily with Doc. My name is Becca Dukes, and I am excited to be able to offer information that helps each and every one of us in what we can do as empowered individuals to take back, take control, maintain, regain, wherever you are in your life when it comes to your health journey there are things that we can do to improve on what is currently going on and on daily with doc that is part of our mission is to make sure people understand the importance of nutrition and how it relates to how our body functions with and without it folks so on Daily with Doc, we are a live Zoom that you are welcome to join us here on Monday, Thursday, most Fridays, but not tomorrow, at dailywithdoczoom.com. Again, that is dailywithdoczoom.com all together. So if you're watching a live stream or one of the replays and you would like to join us live, you are more than welcome to do so. That is Wednesday, Thursday, most Fridays at 12 p.m. Pacific time. So no matter where you are around the world, if you've got internet, if you've got a website, you can put a link into the URL, the address bar. You are welcome to join us here in our live Zoom. Now, this program is a resource for an amazing community of health enthusiasts, health advocates, certified holistic health coaches, just health coaches. So we want to make sure that if you were invited by somebody specific, that you get back with them and one, tell them what you liked best about the program and two, ask them how you can get the products that are spoken on this product on this program to help you get on that health journey to reach your health goals. So again, we are a resource for an amazing community and we wanna keep the integrity of that community. This program is being sponsored by dailywithdoc.com, which is our website that offers replays of our previous programming. You're gonna be hearing about the 10 Food, 10 good foods, bad foods list. And that will be there as well so that you can go and check it out. It's right there in the menu options. You can print it out as well. And these are Dr. Wallach's 10 good foods, bad foods. So as we're looking at that, we're removing things of on the bad foods list. It's super easy as you're going shopping just to have that good foods list with you and stick with the things on the good foods list side and not think about the things that quote unquote, you shouldn't, can't have to have an optimal health journey, but all of the things that you can have. Now today on Daily with Doc, we're gonna be starting a series and this series is gonna go through the major health concerns around the world. And to help me in this series, we have the one and only Dr. Joel Wallach, who started out with some health concerns of his own as a young child, where he was divinely guided and directed in the way of nutrition that allowed him to be able to address his own health concerns, then started helping others, went to college, 
was working through a pathology lab as he was going to college to be a veterinarian. He has a Bachelor of Science in both soil and plant sciences. In addition to being a doctor of veterinary medicine, he has three postdoctorates in pathology with Oh, almost 30,000 autopsies that he was either part of or did reviews of. And that's on over 452 species of animals, folks, that he has done that, including humans, where there were at least 1,700 of them on humans as well. And that was part of just one study in Qishan, China. Now, he took his information, and I got this a little bit out of order, but he took the information that he gathered from pathology and being a lead pathologist on um, a mission to save the white rhino with a program under the guidance of Merlin Perkins. So for some of you that are a little bit past 30, you might remember the Mutual Omaha's Wild Kingdom show where they did a lot of conservation work around the world. And Dr. Wallach was the lead pathologist on saving the white rhino in South Africa. Now, after that program, he um, gain, was gainfully employed on or by the Yerkes Primate Center, where he actually found the first non-human case of cystic fibrosis in a Risi monkey and found out that the whole colony, even unrelated, the, the youngsters, the offspring, had it as well. Well, they were on the same diet. Dr. Wallach had this information. He took and sent it to the powers that be and said, hey, I think this is a case of cystic fibrosis, not telling them that it was in one of the monkeys because of course it was a human condition and it was genetic. Well, Dr. Wallach proved that those two theories were incorrect. He got fired, and that led him into teaching nutrition at a naturopathic college where he decided to become a naturopath himself, which brings him to us, the human world, where he took all of that research, that decades of research that he did, including his thesis that is held as a national treasure in the Smithsonian Museum, that's Diseases of Exotic Animals, which I have right here. And it leads, it's at least five pounds, folks. So Diseases of Exotic Animals, Medical and Surgical Management. There's Dr. Wallach's name right there, right on top. And it's about, oh, two and a half inches thick. And this book right here has been used in veterinary schools and zoos as a teaching tool because it is like the bible of veterinary medicine and i think that is absolutely fabulous that so he has taken that information that he gathered and has taken connected all the dots and how it relates to human health as well and today we will be talking about the top diseases around the world and number one dr wallach for the united states and also the uk is heart disease and then in asia it's cardiovascular 
disease. So what's the difference between heart disease and cardiovascular disease? Well, cardiovascular disease includes the arteries and veins, whereas heart disease just talks about the heart. But really, when you talk about the heart, you got to talk about the arteries and veins. So it's kind of an artificial separation there. Um, but uh, it's very interesting. Uh, when you do as many autopsies as I have, you see the connections between the various organ systems, okay, because they kind of overlay each other. And you have to appreciate, let's go back to um, 1830, say, 1830. Prior to that, everybody was either cooking with wood or coal, heating the house, okay, the workplace with wood or coal, or just cooking with wood and coal. And they would put the wood ashes and coal ashes into their gardens as fertilizer, and they would get some minerals that way. They weren't all the same around the world because nutritional minerals didn't occur equally throughout the earth. They occur mm -hmm. like um, gold mines and silver mines and coal mines. There's, there's some here, some there. They're not just a blanket around the earth. And, and so you would see a pattern of diseases in some areas you wouldn't see in other areas because they would have the nutrition there that they didn't have in the next door uh, area and so on. So that's why they had that. Well, um, in uh, 1883, I believe it was, um, suddenly now we had electricity. Now, everybody loved electricity. And by 1900, just about everybody in the world had access to electricity. Okay. Like 27 years, just about the entire world was using electricity instead of wood and coal. There were a few outlying farms and stuff like that, but it wasn't big. And a, a series of diseases developed. And suddenly now, the medical system, was, which was just doctors would go out to the farms and he would, you know, have dinner with the farmers and uh, give them a few prescriptions and go on to the next farm and that kind of stuff. Well, mm -hmm. you know, they had to have all these big medical schools, big pharmaceutical companies making all these drugs to deal with these hundreds of diseases we'd never seen before, okay, because now <clears throat> people are not having easy access to wood ashes and coal ashes, and they were told, oh, don't take vitamins, minerals, just eat well, you get everything you need. So that led to a series of diseases, and of course, uh, some of the big ones were cardiovascular diseases, heart disease, vessel diseases, and so on. And so that's why we came up, we came up, uh, the Young Judy family came up with the uh, 90 for life approach. 60, six zero minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, and three fatty acids are required for maximum health and longevity. Because this is the, all the organ systems and various tissues and organs in the body require all of these 90 essential nutrients. And it's one of those things that I learned when I was just a little kid, okay? All these animals are getting these alfalfa pellets with, with a dozen vitamins and minerals in them, added to them. And they didn't have the diseases that we had. No high blood pressure, no arthritis, that kind of stuff. Now, if they were just eating pasture grass, they would have those diseases because nutritional minerals do not occur in a uniform blanket around the crust of the earth. They occur in veins like gold mines and silver mines and coal mines. And there's areas which are well um, provided with all these nutrients. And then there's areas that don't have any, or there's some that have just two or three. And so that's why you see some diseases are very, very common in some areas, and you don't even see them in other areas, okay? It's not a genetic thing. It's actually a nutritional thing. 
Well, the, Dr. Wallach, I like how you would refer it to like chocolate ripple ice cream because more people have seen chocolate ripple ice cream than they have seen mm -hmm. veins of silver and gold. And so I, I want to just get that picture in your mind, folks. Think of chocolate ripple ice cream. Some areas have no minerals. That's the chocolate. Okay. Other areas, it's thicker, it's heavier, it's wider. But there's those areas that have very little or none. So when it comes to minerals, depending on where you're at and what food is grown, where the food is grown, it's going to have different mineral content throughout the world. So go ahead and continue, Dr. Wallach. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. And you had mentioned something about um, epigenetics. And for those of you who do not know, Dr. Wallach is one of the founding fathers of the science of epigenetics. He's holding up that book, one of the book that he wrote along with Dr. Milan and Gerhard Schauser. Schauser Gerhard Schauser. I don't know, I have a hard time. Um, on epigenetics, which is the death of the genetic theory of disease transmission. And Dr. Wallach received award um, for all of his work in the study of selenium, I believe it was, wasn't yes. it? Yeah, the Klaus so. Schultz Award. And um, <clears throat> this is um, Dr. Gerhard Schrauser, who is the eminent world expert in these sorts of things. And he was the president of the um, Klaus Schwartz uh, organization. And this is he awarding me the Klaus Schwartz Award as a gold medal. And I should yeah. wear that sometimes. <laughs> that, was, that is awesome. That is awesome. So I just want to, you know, really um, point out Dr. Wallach's credentials and how he is an authority on this subject and someone that we can really glean to for information that's going to be beneficial because his experience, his research, his even life application goes beyond a classroom, folks. So Okay. Go ahead, Dr. Wallach. Thank you. Thank you for the kind words. And another book that has to be read when you're talking about the heart, okay, is what? It's oh. all in your head. So why it's, it's all, in, all your in your head, Doc, when you're talking about the heart? Okay. Well, the heart provides um, the nutrition, the blood, the oxygen uh, into every place, including the brain and the heart itself. Okay, there's two very small paragraphs or just like two sentences each. And I'd, I'd like to read them. Okay, it's a chapter, okay. chapter 11 in the book. It's all in your head. It covers the cranial nerve number 10. There's 12 pairs of cranial nerves. And the vagus nerve is the biggest one and does most of the work for the brain. It says the vagus nerve is the longest of the cranial nerves. It passes through the juggler foramen, which is a hole in the skull, and um, possesses both sensory and motor functions. It um, communicates sensory information from the ear canals, okay, and focal regions of the throat. The vagus uh, nerves sends sensory information to the brain from the organs of the heart, okay, the chest organs, including the heart and the lungs, belly, stomach, and so forth. The last little paragraph says, when the vagus nerve is incarcerated, meaning being squeezed when you have osteoporosis of the skull, okay, it will produce throat and esophagus issues, 
gastroparesis, stomach and digestive issues, heart issues, okay, bloating, diarrhea, etc. COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, atrial fibrillation, that's heart disease, and hiccups, and the recurrent branch is also involved, okay? And so this is something that, that most people don't realize, that the heart is so involved with everything, including the brain and the spinal cord. Spinal yep, I cord was just for... showing that while you were reading. Oh, oh well, there you I've go. Got that up there. It gives you some sense of the impact that the brain and the spinal cord and all the nerves, including the vagus nerve, has. You can on the put heart yours and... down, Doc, so we okay. can hear you clear. Okay, thank you. thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, at any rate, until this book was written, and you, I want you to go to page six and show them osteoporosis of the skull, because I'm seeing on the autopsy table all these people that are dying from osteoporosis of the skull squeezing the 10th cranial nerve, the vagus nerve, the spinal cord, and all that kind of stuff. The doctors were missing it by a million miles. So I said, you know, it's time to write a book on this subject. The top picture is a normal skull. It's a quarter of an inch thick. They cut the top of the skull off to looking down. Yeah, perfect. Looking down on the uh, brain. The bottom picture is all is the um, skull. The top of the skull has been cut off. You're looking down on the brain. But you looked at the skull as an inch and a half to two inches thick. And squeezing those 12 pairs of cranial nerves and squeezing the spinal cord, causing as many as 100 different diseases south of the brain. Okay, including heart disease, high blood pressure, irregular heartbeat, those kinds of things, which they don't give you any chemical um, stuff you can find from a blood test, but you can tell there's an irregular heartbeat. You can tell that sort of thing. Um, but it was caused by this skull squeezing the 10th cranial nerve, squeezing it. Okay, and that's because you got this osteoporosis of the skull. And so I figure, okay, I'm going to have to do this because we looked and we looked and we looked. We could not find a paper. We could not find a book, nothing, no CD, nothing that, that dealt with this. When this book came out uh, just two days ago, had one guy bought a hundred, hundred of these, it's all in your head books to give out to all his employees. Okay. Because they're all getting, quote, heart disease and all kinds of stuff going on. And he read the book and he recognized that many of them were having this osteoporosis of the skull causing these problems. So he bought a hundred of them so he could give one to each of his employees and his family and so forth. So they're pretty cool. But um, that's one of our common daily sales is the uh, Soul in Your Head book. Okay. Everybody should have at least one of those. Family. Okay. Because it goes into, okay, again, have a pressure, low blood pressure, Irregular heartbeat. Um, it uh, goes into um, the stuff that goes on when you don't get enough blood to the liver. You don't get enough blood to the lungs. You don't get enough blood to the bones. Uh, and the heart carries nutrition to all these tissues. And if the if the flow isn't going there because of osteoporosis of the skull, you get osteoporosis. Your legs and doctors want to give you a double knee transplant or maybe cut your legs off, give you two artificial legs. But it all happened because of what's going on in the skull, compressing the spinal cord, compressing the 10th cranial nerve. And so this is something that I was able to determine at the autopsy table that they had missed it very badly. And so it's time for that uh, book 
to come out. So I have a question for you, Dr. Wallach, because I totally understand the irregular heartbeat that's controlled by by nerves, you know, stimulating the heart, AFib, um, but the pressure when it comes to heart blood pressure, how is that directly related to osteoporosis of the skull? Okay, well, blood pressure is controlled <clears throat> um, indirectly and peripherally by the blood vessels opening up, dilating and constricting this because the blood vessels are made out of muscle. Mm -hmm. So they constrict, they open up. Well, when you're squeezing those um, nerves to control what's going on in the arteries, okay, that's, that's why you need to deal with that. Okay. Okay. Because the skull is involved there. The, the uh, nerves are involved. Uh, because they control what's going on in the heart. They control what's going on in the lungs. They control what's going on in the kidneys and the liver and so forth. And it's all kind of a, a family of things going on at the same time. 90, okay? And um, there are 90 essential nutrients, but we're talking about several hundred, 600 different diseases that can be caused by anything that impacts in any way, shape, or form, okay? Those 90 essential nutrients. If one's missing, you can have terrible things going on in all kinds of places, including like myelin, um, the white matter in the brain and spinal cord. Well, how does that deal with the, well, that controls the um, arteries opening and closing, opening and closing. Okay. Same way with the kidneys. Kidneys take all the bad stuff out of the blood. And that's what urine is. Most people don't realize that the urine is getting rid of the bad stuff that your kidneys have filtered out of the blood. Okay, so the when, we're, when we're talking about this, the circulation, whether mm -hmm. it's blood or the urine, and there happens to be blockages, mm -hmm. how do we address the blockages that they're talking about? And what, what would be a cause of a block, like a blockage within the heart? Okay, blockages in arteries in the heart. Okay, coronary arteries, uh, the pulmonary artery, the, the um, uh, AR to that sort of stuff. What's going on there? Okay, have you ever heard of fried foods? I have heard of fried foods. It's <laughs> like a really quick, fast way. It makes a big mess to cook food. Yeah, people have been liking that for a long time. Okay, uh, you could preserve food in the old days because they didn't have refrigeration. They would fry it. They would cook it down and it would last weeks without refrigeration. Okay, but um, it's one of those things where when you fry foods, you cause the blood vessels in a living organism, whether it's a chicken or a rat or a fish or a human being, when you, when you um, do fried foods, you're causing the um, blood vessels in yourself because you're eating the fried foods. So you're eating those toxic chemical changes in the arteries that occurred because you're frying them, superheating those fats in the arteries. And doctors labeled them cholesterol back over a hundred years ago. And everybody stopped eating cholesterol. Everybody, well, they're supposed to stop eating cholesterol. Most of them stopped eating cholesterol. And then uh, pharmaceutical companies came out with drugs to lower cholesterol. And that was supposed to prevent blocked arteries, but it didn't because that wasn't the problem, okay? The problem was oxidation uh, of the fats uh, in the arteries, okay? And um, uh, they, they missed it by a million miles. 
there's really millions of people, maybe billions of people over the 100 years that have died because of an incorrect perception of what blocked arteries are. Okay. And so this is something that I was able to detect. Okay. And came out with the books epigenetics, came out with the science of epigenetics. And um, the book, the second edition is out now. Second edition has a lot more recipes. Okay. I've got it right here, Doc. Okay. okay. And um, the second edition, Dr. Walsh cooking without the bad foods. Oh my gosh, she's going crazy in Canada right now. Okay. And because you want to eat properly and it, it goes over, you know, all these foods you can have and how to cook them safely and so forth. And so you don't have to just, you know, eat out of a, a pill box and just eat pills. You can have all kinds of stuff, fish and beef and lamb, uh, chicken, um, uh, ducks, fish of all kinds, deer. <laughs> you can have, you can have um, food from everywhere. Okay, as long as you're using safe ways to cook and prepare the food, and um, it's amazing what you can do uh, to have a great food. Of course, we have the Wallach Revolution goes into that, and can uh, see here. Uh, well, so, Doctor, rarest food and cures. Yeah, folks, you can find Dr. Wallach's books at drjwallach.com. He does have 24 published books that does not include the diseases of exotic animals. Unfortunately, that one is not on his website, but all of the more recent ones in the last 30 years are there. So we encourage you to, to go to the website and give them a call. Let them help you place your order as to what books are going to be the ones that have the most information in that is what you are looking for. So Dr. Wallach, um, one more thing before we start taking questions. So we're talking about heart disease. You've mentioned how it's related to the osteoporosis of the skull and then the fried foods. You've also mentioned in the past how when you have kidney disease, it affects blood pressure. And if you've got the kidneys that are not functioning properly, what would be causes that would keep them from functioning properly that would then affect our heart? Okay, the arteries feeding blood, the dirty blood into the kidneys, and also mm -hmm. oxygen and food for the kidneys that it wants, okay? Uh, when those arteries are, are uh, closed because of the same thing that's going on in the coronary arteries in the heart, that doesn't just happen in the heart. It happens in the brain, it happens in the kidneys, it happens in the liver, it happens in the muscles. And it's, the disease you get is related to what organ is impacted by the arteries being closed. And the kidney disease, blood pressure goes up because the kidney is trying to get more blood to do its job. So it releases hormones to get the blood pressure to go up to try and drive more blood into itself so it can do the filtering and all that kind of stuff. So it could like flush flush out what's blocking so it increases blood pressure. That's correct. Okay, so where do kidney stones fall in? Okay, kidney stones fall in when you have osteoporosis and you're shedding calcium because out of the bones, into the blood, trying to move it around to other places because you're not getting enough from your food, either because you're eating gluten and you can't, even if you're supplementing, if you're eating gluten, you can't absorb it. Or maybe you're eating gluten and you're not taking any calcium. And so 
your body's releasing calcium from your bones that causes osteoporosis okay and the the um blood levels of calcium gets to a certain level and they precipitate out into stones the size of a, a green pea so when when you have kidney stones and a, a doctor recommends that you stop taking all calcium supplements is that the right approach the right approach is to change doctors okay okay <laughs> take the 90 essential nutrients and obviously when a doctor says stuff like that they don't know what they're talking about and so you want to get a hold of the book and cd it's all in your head you want to get a hold of the book epigenetics get a hold of the book dr Wallace cooking out the bad foods get a hold of the book this is a good one the wallach revolution another good one is rare earths have been cures i mean these books talk about exactly that okay kidney stones and that kind of thing um so <clears throat> this is not uh, this is not a mystery um <clears throat> i published over 100 cds okay that cover this and that book it's um disease of exotic animals what is it think how many pages is it you got it right there just look oh it i i do have it right here yes but as i'm looking up how many pages dr wallach um think about what you would recommend for somebody who is you know just just want to get started on on products um and what would be the minimum to help them with concerns of the heart like heart disease or cardiovascular disease okay so the minimum they would get rid of all the bad foods no fried foods no processed meats no oils no glutens no buckwheat no um let's see here uh, no sugar no carbonated drinks even the diet one's got to go then i would go to the basic 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 stuff uh, either the healthy start pack or the healthy brain and heart pack the healthy brain and heart pack has more in it but they both cover the 90 essential nutrients i would also for the kidneys right we're talking about the kidneys hmm. Hmm? yeah okay. heart heart and kidneys because okay. it's it's okay. common to have problems with both yeah heart and kidneys um the ultimate daily classic tablets it'll promote healthy blood flow through blocked arteries in the heart the kidneys the brain the liver the muscles it's a great little product i take three of those twice a day okay uh, I, I actually invented it for myself and it worked so good i said this is one we have to have okay for the longevity and um it's a great 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 product because <clears throat> it really really does a great job of getting blood flowing through blocked arteries and as you're rebuilding your arteries it gets better and better and better so do you stop taking do you stop taking the uh, healthy brain and heart pack no do you, do you stop taking the ultimate daily classic tablets no you take them forever okay especially when you have a history of something bad going on you take them forever um just like your car do you stop putting oil in your car when it's running well? No, no, you don't. Yeah, you have to take um, at least as good as care of yourself as you are your car. Yes, I agree. Now, Dr. Wallach, um, in the brain and heart pack is the ultimate selenium, which folks, it's not just selenium. And it's actually a combination of products. In your award, the Klaus Schwartz Award, was based on your research in selenium in itself that's correct so what did you find to be the importance of selenium when it comes to health and when it's missing what happens okay when selenium is missing you can get cancer you can get muscular dystrophy um, you can get um, all kinds of brain stuff going on including 
the um, uh, osteoporosis of the skull, even though, okay, even though you have the selenium there and we're talking about, and also we're talking about uh, muscle cramps, muscle dystrophy when you're an adult, muscle cramps, uh, you get, um, again, artery disease, and when you have selenium, you get heart disease because the heart is a muscle. The heart uses an enormous amount of selenium just because it's beating 24-7 for your entire life. It's the only organ that works every second of your life until you die, okay? And so it, it uses an enormous amount of selenium to make sure that the blood flow is in there, to make sure the inflammation lining the arteries is um, uh, gone, okay? And so these are the sort of things that are unimpeachable. We, you know, it was, we have spent millions of dollars in research projects in the domestic livestock industry and the wild animal industry, okay? And of course, uh, we have, uh, let's see here, the, uh, another, another one that's kind of interesting, I'll just say a sentence or two on it, is the CWD, chronic wasting disease in deer, which people want you to believe uh, is a is caused by an infectious bug called prions. There are no such things as prions, okay? Uh, it's a very simple nutritional deficiency disease, okay? And that same nutritional deficiency disease that causes CWD in deer causes all kinds of problems in the heart, in the brain, in liver, in humans. Okay, so we should look at those deer as a sort of like a an early warning signal. Okay, they're like taking so, the canary down in the mine. Okay, if right. there's bad gases going to come out and kill the canary, you better get yourself out of that mine. So that's just kind of an indication that the the nutrition is not in the soil and the ground that their food is being grown in. That's correct, and you're going to pay the price of death. You may be sick for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, but you could die just suddenly. You're just, you know, out playing golf and drop dead, or you could be washing the dishes and drop dead, okay, because you don't have the nutrition to make your heart happy, your brain happy, the um, uh, nerves controlling the heart and the brain, okay, cranial nerve number 10. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Wallach, for, for addressing heart disease, the number one health concern in the United States, UK, Asia, I'm sure other countries as well. Without heart, physically, we don't function. Yeah. Well, my favorite song, my favorite song of all songs, they're not in the Bible, but the non-Bible songs is... You got to have heart. <laughs> One of these days, Dr. Wallach, maybe we'll get we'll get a whole verse of that on a show. Okay, that'll be cool. Well, thank you everybody again for joining us here on Daily with Doc. My name is Becca Dukes. And as a director of student services for the Institute of Holistic Health, I am just honored to be able to bring this program to the world that just helps educate people beyond the institute in knowing about nutritional deficiencies the four areas of health how they're affected by those deficiencies and using the products and formulas that dr wallach has put together with his team 
how we're able to just go in and give the body what it actually needs so that those deficiencies no longer exist. So folks, if you'd like more information about the Certified Holistic Health Coach course, you can go to coachwithdoc.com. Now, again, I just want to remind you that if you were invited by somebody specific, make sure that you get back with them with any questions on how you can get some products. If you have never spoken to anybody and you would like to talk with a Certified Holistic Health Coach and you've never purchased any of the products before, Feel free to give our team a call at 855-949-3377. Again, that's 855-949-3377. And for everybody, don't forget to go to our website, dailywithdoc.com. Sign up for our email list as we are sending out an email that shares descriptions and links to replays of our previous shows so you can easily find information and, and shows right there in your email box so that you can share. And as a thank you for everybody sharing, you can go to dwdgiveaway.com and at dwdgiveaway.com, you get points for sharing on the different social media platforms. And for those who have the most points, I personally will be sending out thank you gifts. So again, that's dwdgiveaway.com. Dr. Wallach, ready for some questions? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. So first question, Laura, go ahead and unmute yourself. Hi, Becca. Hi, Dr. Wallach. Hi. Hi, Laura. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. I have a question about an item on your good foods list. You have... Um, pure buckwheat. And I'm wondering if you can tell me what exactly that is. My little bit of research suggests that you can buy buckwheat in, in the hole with the hull, but it doesn't sound very edible. But then they do have buckwheat that you can buy that's just the groat without the hull. Is that what you're referring to? So yeah, before you amazing. answer, Doc, before you answer, so that list has been recently updated to remove buckwheat from the good foods list. So ah. I, if you could send me a link as to where you're seeing buckwheat still on the good foods list, I will make sure that that gets corrected. And Dr. Wallach is gonna tell us why he has chosen to put buckwheat on the bad foods list. Doc? Okay, well, yeah. Well, uh, buckwheat has doesn't have gluten in it by the name of gluten, but it does have a substance in it it does the same thing uh, as gluten. And uh, this uh, buckwheat um, uh, chemical or product or tissue uh, causes the villi in the intestines to shrink and go away. So instead of having a shag rug effect in your intestines, so you have a lot of absorptive surface, you just get a plastic tube, okay? And it's hard to absorb <clears throat> nutrition through a plastic tube. And so that's why uh, we took the uh, buckwheat off. Uh, originally, we looked at all the uh, research and there was no gluten in it but we when we started looking at pathology um as we we're getting the same sort of loss of the villi the villi were going away for people who were having buckwheat pancakes every saturday morning kind of thing <clears throat> and so our buckwheat biscuits and that kind of thing and so it's one of those things where uh, we had to kind of alter our thinking because 
buckwheat didn't in the sense that it had classic um, gluten, but it did have a substance in it that actually caused the same effect. Okay. And that effect is damaging the intestinal wall, the villi. The, the villi go away, right. And so you, instead of having a shag rug lining your intestine for more surface area, you actually have just a plastic tube. Okay. Yeah. And that, that is from cross-contamination from the phagopyrene, um, which is very abundant in the aerial part of the plant. And then in the process, the seed itself gets contaminated. So depending on how well their process is, you could have more or less contamination, but still he has taken it completely off of the good foods list, even though it's gluten-free, yes, it does have a chemical in it that damages the intestine that we don't wanna have happen. Okay, so, and, and I'm mostly interested because I, I, I mill my own flour and, and I'm gone gluten-free, of course. Um, and so buckwheat was interesting to me, but um, things like sorghum, um, are okay. And of course I'm using brown rice. So those things, as long as they're gluten-free, they're, they're safe and they're not going to hurt. That's, that's correct. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you for the great question. Yeah, that is a great question. And some of the best gluten-free, um, items to use as flour is yes, the sorghum millet tapioca, which is the same as cassava. Um, the rices, then you can even add in a little bit of potato starch. But one thing I'd like to just kind of point out, when you're going gluten-free, that doesn't mean that you can eat all of these baked goods that are made from these gluten-free flours and expect to not have a change in blood sugar because carbohydrates, they convert to sugar. It'll affect blood sugar, but also that sugar turns into fat which then adds weight. So we do wanna be cautious and we wanna be really look at what we're putting in our mouth and control those calories also, but make sure that what we're putting in our mouth is nutrient dense and not just calories and fillers. So I, I'm gonna add know, that. Yeah, you know, I have um, muffins and things like that, but they're made out of those various grains that Rebecca was talking about, okay? Um, and so we put a little bit of uh, cheese on top of them. Okay, that kind of stuff. And so you can, you, you don't have to give up muffins, but you have to be very careful what you make them out of. Yes, absolutely. All right, let's go to the next hand that is up. And Kathy, go ahead and unmute yourself. Thank you. Yes. Hi, Dr. Pollock. Hi, how can we help you? I, yesterday, I was diagnosed with wet macular degeneration, and I want to know, obviously, the doctor wants to give me uh, eye injections. I'm not real keen on that. I'd like to know if you have a, I know you have a better way. I just need to know what it is so I can get started right away. How old are you and what do you weigh? I am uh, 70 years old. I weigh 150. Okay. Do you have any other issues, any high blood pressure, diabetes, arthritis, heart disease? Bring in have arthritis. I'm sorry? Uh, osteoarthritis. Okay, so you have osteoarthritis, which means you have osteoporosis and arthritis. Okay. All right, and so what is what are your symptoms? Okay. Uh, wavy lines on the 
the side and um, I've not that's about the main thing I've noticed right now is that uh, when I look at something directly in my left eye, it's uh, the lines kind of bend. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, again, you want to get rid of all the bad foods, no fried foods, no processed meats, no oils, no glutens, no wheat, brown oats, no buckwheat, no sugar, no carbonated drinks, even the diet one's got to go. Um, at 150 pounds, I would take a two of the healthy brain and heart packs with the eye being involved, I would go with, the, you know, the bigger hammer, I'd go with two healthy brain and heart packs per month, a full dose thing twice a day. Um, I'd also take the ultimate daily classic tablets, take three of those twice a day. That's two bottles a month. That's to get the um, blood flow going into every place, including the brain and the eyes. Okay. Uh, the eyes are the, what, the second cranial nerve, I believe. Okay. And it's one of those things where um, the optic nerve, okay, is a, a cranial nerve. And so you want to make sure that you're getting all of these 90th century nutrients. And um, it won't hurt to, um, uh, let's see here. What else would you throw in, Becca? I think you got it all, Dr. Wallach. So the brain okay. and heart pack, ultimate daily classic, Occutive, Vision FX. Yeah, Occutive is a good one. Uh, it's a little small bottle. Um, I take yeah, I take two or three of those twice a day, Occutive, okay? And so that, that helps with the um, eye circulation, eye function, and so forth. And also, uh, you know, you're dealing with the brain, with the Ultimate Daily Classic tablets, you're getting the, inf you're getting the um, influx of the blood flow into the brain, including the optic nerve. And so, you know, we have people that just really, they're losing their vision like a little bit every day, very dramatically. We get them on these programs and two weeks, all the bad stuff stops. And within three weeks, they're starting to see better. Within six weeks, they're really doing good. Within two or three months, they get perfect vision back. Okay. So it's not impossible. And that's why we came out with a book, It's All in Your Head, because doctors were just treating the symptoms as opposed to getting into the cause. We get into both the symptoms and the cause. Yes. Uh, I was going to ask you, what about adding uh, Z radical? Yeah, of course, you know, Z radical is good for the immune system. Okay. And just uh, for the well being of all your tissues and including the heart and the liver and the brain and the lungs and muscles and bones and so forth. Um, uh, wouldn't hurt to throw in because uh, you want to make sure that all of the myelin is doing good when the eyes are involved and the optic nerves are involved. Wouldn't hurt to throw in the I 26. I take two or three of those um, chewables. I like the French vanilla <laughs> chewables or soft chewables. Uh, little kids like them, they taste good, and they're a lot of fun, and they give your brain and all your um, cranial nerves, including the optic nerve, uh, what it needs to rebuild itself. Okay, give us Doc, a couple, I appreciate couple it. weeks because you're going to have a great story. Thank you. All right, thank you so much, Kathy, or yeah, Kathy, for joining us and having that great question. And just one thing that I want to point out, Dr. Wallach, is just because we were just diagnosed with something doesn't mean it just happened all of a sudden. Tell us about what causes a, a diagnosis. Is it instant that you automatically wake up and suddenly you have a, a poor health condition? No, you may have had it for months or years and finally reaches a point in which your activities are impacted negatively. 
that's when you go to a doctor. In the beginning, you just kind of rub your eyes and, you know, maybe put some drops in your eyes or something like that. And you can get, get a little bit of benefit from it. But when you get something that dramatically affects function of your heart, your lungs, your liver, your muscles, your bones, your eyes, your ears, you know, tinnitus, ringing in the ears is a, a big one, uh, balance problems. Uh, in the beginning, you get just a little buzzing for five minutes or something like that. You don't pay much attention to it. When you've got buzzing 24 hours a day, you can't think right anymore, or you have a balance problem, you have to really hold on to the rail to go up and down stairs. Otherwise, you're going to fall 100% probability of falling. And this is when people wait to go see a doctor or something like that. In the beginning, you're having minimal things going on. Well, you know, I'm 50 years old. I got to expect a little bit of that. And I'm, I'm 70 years old. Got to expect a little bit of that. No. <laughs> You should be able to at least get to, to be, uh, um, right now in America, our average life expectancy is 75. We rank 47th in the world in longevity. There's 40, let's see here, excuse me. There's 53 other countries whose peoples live longer than we do. 53 yep. other countries, people live longer than we do. We're supposed to have, just ask your doctor. He'll stand on top of the mountain, beat his chest, say we have the greatest healthcare system in the world. No, we don't. We have the most expensive healthcare system in the world, but we don't have the best. Otherwise, we wouldn't have hospitals are overflowing and and senior citizen centers overflowing and that kind of stuff. We wouldn't have people lined up for surgeries in hospitals and everything like that. Uh, that tells you that they're just treating symptoms as opposed to preventing and reversing disease. I mean, we can prevent and reverse arthritis. We can prevent and reverse osteoporosis. We can re prevent and reverse heart disease and osteoporosis. We can prevent and reverse liver cirrhosis and liver disease and kidney failure and, uh, you know, go on and on and on. Um, dementia, Alzheimer's disease, um, things like um, Parkinson's disease. Every year in America, we have 90,000 new cases of Parkinson's disease. 90,000 new cases a year of Parkinson's disease in America alone. That's a simple myelin deficiency. That's what we came up with, I-26. Okay. And we have people with these problems for years. And in just 90 days, it goes away because they're taking the, the whole program. And then we've added the I-26 to it. It's amazing what your body can do. The good Lord gave us the, the ability to maintain ourselves, heal ourselves, prevent damage. But we've got to make sure we're taking it because you don't find these nutrients in, in uniform, optimal amounts in every square foot of land around the world. Right. And Dr. Wallach, when you say we can treat all these, it's folks, we as individuals can make these decisions as to what we put in our mouth and make sure that what we are consuming is actually meeting what the body itself needs, not the ridiculously deficient allowances, but what the body really needs. Well, Dr. Wallach, we are at the end of our time with you. Thank you so much for all the information that you shared with us. I know there's some great value to be taken. And folks, the content of this program is for educational purposes only. It's not meant to take the place of your primary care physician, nor is it meant to treat, diagnose, or cure disease. But as we mentioned many times, the body can do some amazing things when it's given the right ingredients. So thank you, Dr. Wallach. For... Here's one more heart thing. Congestive one heart more? failure. Congestive heart failure. Doctors want to do a heart transplant. It's actually a vitamin B1 deficiency. 
causes congestive heart failure. So we have what? Well, we have the Beyond Tangy Tangerine that has vitamin B1 in it. No, we have. I heard it. What? AJ, I heard your voice. De-stress. De-stress. You get an A plus. That's why you're <laughs> why you're getting advancement. Okay. De-stress. You got it. Okay. And so well, this was actually made for people with congestive heart failure who didn't want to get a heart transplant. And, and I'm wondering, Dr. Wallach, because I take de-stress, not because I have a heart condition, but it helps with actually, you know, stress response as well. And I think it's because it's creating that flow and everything is just functioning better that I can think clear and not overreact with all these things going on. So that's correct. Yeah. Don't, don't stress just take is another good one. Don't take de-stress by itself. You take it with the 90 essential nutrients and you're going to get maximum benefit. That's right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Wallach, for getting this information and putting it together so that we all can benefit from it. So folks, share this program with others and let them know that there is something that they, as an empowered individual, can do to help themselves and maintain or regain better health. So Dr. Wallach, have a great week. And you too. Team, and have a great week. Becca, have a great week. AJ, have a great week. Team, have a great week. <laughs> yep, everybody. And if I could get my team on with me, Dr. Wallach, we're going to go ahead and let you go. And I couldn't do this without my team. And let me see, we've got Marilyn. Hello, Marilyn. And we have Phyllis. What's happening here? I think somebody's trying to highlight people and I'm trying to highlight people at the same time. And we're just like nulling each other out. Um, but we've got Albert and AJ. You know, folks, this is just a very small group of my team. I see many of them. Um, I have their names here in the Zoom room with us and also out on YouTube. I see the information that's out there on YouTube as well. Um, and we've got people watching on Rumble. Folks, we are in so many locations. There are no excuses other than not having any technology or electricity that we cannot get information out to everybody. And we as individuals work on ourselves. That spreads over into our family, which then overflows into communities. And as each of us are working on ourselves and our communities, together we can make a huge impact in the world in poor health conditions so i want to do a shout out to phyllis and marilyn and albert and aj for always being here to help support this movement in dr wallach's 90 for life crusade to save humanity and the world so if you know somebody that's doing that and making a great impact, like Dusty and Pat Backer did with the CWD project that is ongoing, make sure that you reach out to me through our website, dailywithdoc.com. We want to start recognizing people who are making an impact 
and really changing the world in the awareness of nutrition and what it can do as it is truly folks minerals are the currency of life so get back with the person that shared this program with you if there is no one to thank feel free to give our call team a call at 855-949-3377 or go to our website use that contact option and send us an email again that's dailywithdoc.com and until next time bye for now